Hey there. You got a bunch of leads, but too swamped to make heads or tails out of them? When it comes to sealing the deal, you just throw out a number and hope for the best? Well, it's time to change that too. Welcome to the Million Dollar Pipeline Challenge, tailor-made for the home services and remodeling pros just like you. We're cutting through the clutter, showing you how to chat with your customers and nail your pitches and boost those conversions. No more guesswork, just solid strategies to grow your business. Tune in to transform your approach and let's build that million-dollar pipeline together. Text the word MONEY to 844-949-1984. That's the word MONEY to 844-949-1984 to begin your million-dollar pipeline challenge today. Welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today, the boomers, Gen X, Millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Welcome back, Brad, to this episode of Blue Collar BS. How are we doing today? Today is an amazing, amazing day, my friend. Alive, awake, alert, enthusiastic. Really? That's Can't talk be, today, but that's, that's good. That's all right. Good day for a podcast. It's Friday. It's okay. It's five <laughs> o'clock somewhere, right? That's right. That's right. Well, guess what, Brad? We have an awesome guest today. Who do we have on our show today? Today, we have a gentleman that I've known for a couple years, Mr. Mark Weber. He has been in the print industry for decades and now has made a transition in his career to HVAC. I got to know this gentleman uh, a few years ago. Nothing but a guy that wants to give to allow the next generation to learn. And that's why I'm really excited to hear his stories on today's show. Mr. Weber, welcome to Blue Collar BS. Good afternoon. Glad to be here, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So before we before we get started in, in asking some of the, the fun questions we ask, first question we always ask everybody is, on a generation side, which generation do you self-identify with the most? So uh, for who I identify with, I try to identify with all of them. Where I, where I come from and who I am, I'm a boomer, I think, by basically less than a year. I was born in 1963, so I'm. I think I'm right at that, right at that edge. Yeah, depending on who you talk to and what you use. Yeah, you could be a Gen X, you could be a Boomer, unlike Mr. Doyle, who's a millennial at heart. Oh, <laughs> of course, got to get that in every show. I try. No, I've, heard, I've heard that every show, so. <laughs> it's it's a thing now, Steve. It is a thing. Yeah, he likes to make it a thing, but we all know where I sit. <laughs> right in Detroit. We know you sit in Detroit. <laughs> awesome. So, Mark, over those forty-two years of everything, what have you seen as one of your challenges, not only from a business owner perspective, but now as a general manager? What have you seen change from behaviors and attitudes over that period of time, from when you started to today? Well, I, I, I think um, if I look back, I don't think any of this is new stuff. I've always seen where there's been kind of generational gaps. Um, that the expectations of the generations today are higher um, from an uh, expectation of uh, compensation, time off, things that go along with that part of the job. I personally don't feel that this is so much different than it has been, you know, through my whole career of trying to attract young talent into any kind of industry. So when you were younger, Many, many years ago, apparently. 
Thanks. <laughs> Did you have those same expectations of high pay and time off? Or has that been one of the significant changes? I, I think in my opinion, that's one of the significant changes. I always grew up in industry as you had to put your time in. I, I, you use the word time and seat. I've heard you say that in the past. And so, I, you know, to me, that was always what was presented to me was, you know, hey, you're going to put a lifetime into this career. And over that lifetime, you're going to get to the top of the pay scale and, you know, stuff along those lines. And if you're with the company for, you know, 20 years, you're going to get the four weeks vacation. And so, you know, I grew up understanding business that way in my early career. And then as I started developing my ownership roles of of different uh, companies, I've had to kind of rethink those things all the way along the line of going, well, okay, who wants to wait that whole time? And how do I hold on to this young talent to keep it? Yeah, as I've developed my career, it's the same thing. I'm going, well, I'm doing the same thing that who's been here 30 years is doing, but they're paying, getting paid significantly more from, than I am. Is that right? I think you evolve as you experience these things. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. And I'm, actually, we're seeing that here in Detroit um, where those, and I'm going to specifically discuss HVAC at the moment, um, some, of, some of the HVAC companies we're seeing is, Yes, the owners are in the, the older Gen X boomer category. They want to turn their their business over to their son or daughter. And a lot of their friends are working with within the company, so they fit into the millennial Gen Z area. But one thing that we're seeing is that the, the kids in those areas, I call them kids, in those areas are going for that exact reason, hey, I'm going to start my own business because I can do everything. I'm just going to start my own business, and so when you come back off vacation, um, I'm going to turn in my resignation, start my own business, and uh, we're going to compete against each other. And I'm actually seeing that here in Detroit quite a bit lately with the millennials and the Gen Zs going, well, I spent a year. I know everything I need to know. I'm starting my own business. How do you process that? You know, have you seen that? Fortunately, at this point, I have not seen that. Some sense that 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 could be happening out there. I would challenge them to really kind of think, though, that you know, it's not just okay. I can go do this work. There's how do you find this work? How do you schedule this work? You get more work than you can handle. Where does that go? So you know, there's a lot that goes along with obviously running and operating in a business. Now. But for them, they say, okay, well, I'm going to just get what I can get and I'm going to support myself. Hey, I say, God bless you. Good for, good for you. I mean, take whatever shot and opportunity you can in your life to, to better yourself and put yourself in a, in, in a good place. But understand ramifications that go with that. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that, that we're also seeing is what they think they have seen. Like they say, they've seen every, well, I've seen everything and I can do everything you're doing. So I'm going to start my own business. Well, there's gonna, they're going to get into problems that, guess what, you haven't seen and you're in over your head. And I've seen many times lately where the people have gotten in over their head and they actually will call back their former boss, quote unquote, um, hey, um, I'm in a bit of a jam um, and I need your help. I find that to be a nice piece of humble pie of saying, hey, if you would have spent some time in the seat to actually experience and see everything, you might have made more money in the long run. Right. You know, there's that for me, there's that whole being impatient level. And I, I can respect that because I was there. Well, is it, is it impatient or risk tolerance, right? Are the, are we seeing that 
potentially some of the Gen Z and, and younger millennials are more tolerant of risk because of how much information is readily available and how much I can learn on YouTube to, to kind of get through things uh, versus wisdom of knowing it because I have seen it all. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's the, the, the fear side of things. So when I was coming up and through the trades, you know, just go down the street and find another job just like that. I, I always had a fear of losing my job. It was even a struggle when I first left working for somebody else and building my first business. There was tremendous fears and anxieties that kind of went along with all of that. But I think in, t- in today's world, you know, if you put if you look at somebody in the HVAC industry, well, you know, uh, I was just at the Nari show today and literally there's five HVAC companies down there at the show. Right. And so if you're looking for a job from an HVAC company, every one of them in their booth says we're hiring. The ability to go out and get that job today someplace else, in my opinion, is much easier to do than than I feel like it was when I was coming up. Sure, we had opportunities to better ourselves and everything, but I think it's more prevalent today. And I also think, yeah, I feel like they have less fears to go out and start something on their own, right? So we've raised generations of kids that are now, I'm going to say, more aggressive, more confident, you know, and all of these kinds of things, the ability to go out and do some of these things. They don't have, I think, some of the fears and anxieties that we had. So as you've been going through this, your career transition and even throughout your entire career, what what are some of the biggest concerns that you see today? And you kind of touched on a little bit with five booths with all we're hiring. And I'm sure they're not the only five with we're hiring signs out of the 200 people at the show. Right. Um, what are you seeing as the biggest concerns uh, to attract and retain employment right now? I'm having to, to learn a lot about becoming more of a hiring expert than I ever have in my career and having to learn what are the different avenues? Obviously, you know, um, there's a lot of online stuff to put resumes out there and, you know, uh, job applications or uh, uh, opportunities. Uh, and it's kind of trying to navigate all of that, navigating the uh, uh, media platforms to use that. It's really getting the opportunity to sit across the table from somebody and have a discussion to say, okay, Here's who our environment and clean living environments are. This is what we believe in. This is the company you'd be working for. So it's getting that opportunity to literally have that conversation with them. The struggle I feel we have going on right now. I feel like we can sell our company to people. We can get them excited and enthusiastic about what we're doing here. Struggle to find that opportunity to have that conversation. Have you had any uh, successes as of late? I just uh, was able to hire a young gentleman. Uh, he's uh, 21 years old and he's going to the local uh, uh, college to uh, get a degree in HVAC. And uh, they had been driving past our building, saw our uh, for hire sign. He lives in the neighborhood. And I got that opportunity to sit and have that conversation. And honestly, that was a fantastic and fun conversation. It went great. He joined us and I'm excited about it. Uh, he's been out on uh, some of our duck cleaning crews and learning a little bit about that side of the business. He's starting to learn uh, with some of our install teams. He got to go on his first boiler install the other day and, you know, he had to go back to school. So I had to run down and pick him up. And I, get, I got to have an awesome conversation with him on the way back and, you know, just seeing the smile and the enthusiasm on his face of what he had learned that day was absolutely fantastic. That is absolutely winning. That is, that is yeah. winning one-on-one building a deeper, deeper pond of people 
Um, congratulations and thank you. Thank you yeah, for doing yeah. that. Absolutely. It's, it, uh, that has been a, a very good uh, uh, win for us. Recently, I did a, a number of reviews with all of our uh, employees. And, you know, we have a number of uh, Gen Zs and millennials in our install crews. And sitting with that group of people went really, really well. Um, we're really coming together as a team with this uh younger generation. They're, you know, uh, stepping up for each other. We, uh, a lot of them just joined our on-call team. This is a really good win, fun story is one of them was uh, out on a Saturday and we got a lot of no heat calls and he was kind of struggling. And I sent out a text message to uh, all the other young, uh, young techs and said, Hey, you know, a, a, a hard time. And you know, who can help them out? And literally within two minutes, I had gotten texts back from three texts that were, hey, have some of those calls go to me. Hey, I'm ready to jump in and help. And it wasn't their on-call week, but because they're becoming such a good, positive team together and really looking out and working for each other, it, it, we're there for each other. That That's all a huge win and, and made, made me very uh, excited about where we're going with this stuff. That's awesome. Congratulations, dude. That's a lot of hard work and energy and uh, sleepless nights, I'm sure, to put that all together because it's not it's not easy to do. Making that change and transition, I know we've talked off and on, and you putting that effort in is reaping those rewards right now. So thank you for that. I'm going to ask you for a plug real quick. Has any of the, I know you've listened to the show, has there been anything from the show that has been able to add value during that process at all or not? And, and oh. go ahead, please be honest, because we need to be able to change the show up if we need to do something different, too. I mean, I guess not one specific thing stands out to me. And I've told you this before, Brad. I mean, what you guys are doing is is absolutely awesome. And every time I hear something on one of those shows, it just makes me step back for 30 seconds and go, that makes some sense to me. When I thought how people want more time off and, you know, where they're at in their pay structure and, you know, working around their schedules and all of those things, I, I literally take a step back and go, I would have asked some of those questions back when I was young, <laughs> you know, Hey, instead of, you know, beat my head against the wall for, you know, 12 hours every day. You know, I, I just think the whole thing in, in, in a nutshell is, is a tremendous experience to go forward. And it is literally um, to look at these younger people and say, well, we're going to be fine. We just have to find them out there and we have to attract them. And we have to understand that they think about some of these things a little bit differently than we do. If we're going to survive. And I guess that would be the one that, that, uh, that hits home the most. When you guys talk about if you vibe in business going forward, there are so many gen uh, baby boomers leaving the workforce every day that unless you can recruit young talent, you're not going to have a business to be in. You know, I think that's the, the most exciting part about it is to listen to that, process that, use that to our advantage to go out and accept the fact that this is where we are, this is where we're going. So how do we do it the best way we can? Yeah, that's that's awesome. Now, one of the things you mentioned, and I'm still processing this, is you said you said you sat down, you had a meeting with all of them, and you engaged them in questions on how things are going. What you know, did you ask them like like what was the feedback they gave you? They like the, the, the feedback is they like all the things that we're doing inside of the company. Okay, you know how we're now handling PTO time, you know our pay scales, how we're getting to things. You know, we're looking at uh, all of the processes in, in our building, how they can work together better as a team. What training can we offer? That was all exciting to them. 
What organizations should we be joining that will help them further their ability to do their job and learn more? So just kind of a meeting that was kind of to discuss culture in the company and where we're going with that culture. No, and that's fantastic because most people are not doing that. And they're just in that whole process of this is the way we've always done it. Hold on one moment. Um, yeah, when, go you for say, it. when you say most people, you really mean almost none, right? So so let's make sure we put that right percentage of fact, that right percentage into there. Not not most, it's almost none. Almost nobody does this, right? Most, or most people don't do this, right? You're it's It's rare at this point especially with all the work going on people for for business owners to take a step back and go hey guys we're working well as a team how can we be better at it but specifically also with the younger group like you mentioned you did and so that is that's a huge right there but then we get into all the things they're giving you feedback and from when i've been dealing with clients and and the millennial and gen z most people are not listening to them and saying how can we be better? How can we help you be better? And that's just huge kudos to you, Mark, and your team of taking that step back and going, hey, we're here for you guys. We know we need you. Help us help you. And that's just huge. So that literally starts as well from the from the top with the ownership group. I mean, our owner and uh, we just started a company newsletter that goes out uh, once a month. And in that company newsletter, he's literally asking these questions that say, what can we be doing better for you? So my door is always open. Patrick, who's the owner's door is always open to listen to these people and understand more about what's affecting them in their lives. And, you know, how can we as an organization get better as a team? That's awesome. So you've created a lot of energy here, Mark. You you are like super stoked to be able to tell those stories and uh, share those wins and that collaboration, because I know you put you worked your ass off to make it happen. And I know that you are working diligently to ensure the long-term success of, of Iron Fireman and, and leaving that legacy. So as you've built up that culture, how can how can folks that might be moving into the area, local area that already know what's going on, how can people find you to get part to get more of what you're building? Because you're doing it differently. So I mean, obviously they can go to our website, which is, you know, uh iron-fireman.com. So we have a Facebook page out there. We also, with our Clean Living Environments brand, we have our uh, cleanlivingenvironments.com website, which is our duct cleaning, duct sealing, and uh, uh, air quality products division. I can be emailed at uh, mweber at iron-fireman.com. I can be reached at 262-646-4505, which is the office phone number. We're located in Wales, Wisconsin. Uh, we service most of southeastern Wisconsin. Um, we'll go down as far as Racine. You know, uh, we do a lot of work in the North Shore. We do Fairmont work in the Madison area. And you know, we're always looking for service techs. Uh, we are looking for installation people to join our duct cleaning, duct sealing crew. And honestly, all is a smiling, happy face, somebody who wants to find opportunity and we'll teach them. Uh, I'm, I've spent my entire career working and mentoring co-op students, people from high schools, colleges, giving them an opportunity. I was a uh, co-op student uh, when I was 16 years old and got my uh, into the printing industry, worked for a number of different printing companies and ended up starting my own after that. 
um, along with uh, the Iron Fireman, actually. So I'm working with an old friend now. You know, I, I was very fortunate to have a bunch of great mentors, uh, a bunch of crappy mentors that helped me think through things differently and, you know, give a lot of opportunities as a young person uh, to do things that most people weren't getting the opportunity to. And I've always tried to pay that back. I, I'm going to say we probably had over the 15 years, almost 20 co-op students. And I'm literally still friends with all of those co-op students and they have all gone on to do great things in their lives. That's awesome. And that's why we wanted you on the show is to be able to share your giving this and passion to give back and, and to support that generational shift in the marketplace and, and the work environment. Uh, Mark, I can't thank you enough for what you do to keep to keep moving your business forward and the industry forward uh, and drawing in young talent. Because without being able to draw in that young talent and make a change, like you said earlier, survival of, of these businesses, survival of small businesses to fix your air conditioner to your heater, your plumbing, your electricity, to build the house, whatever that is, it's going to get even more expensive or even not be able to be done. So thank you for what you're doing for the blue collar industry, man. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate having the opportunity to talk about it. Mr. Doyle, you got any parting comments? No, nah, man. It's just amazing to hear how an HVAC company is taking the time to pause, listen to their workforce, help make it better so that the future is stronger for that company. It's just, it's amazing. It's effing cool. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, it's totally cool. Right. So be proud of what you're creating there, Mr. Weber, and we appreciate you and looking forward to seeing you soon. Awesome. Thanks again for having me on. Love this show. I'll keep listening to it. I recommend it to anybody that wants to have a discussion about not being able to find people. I talk about this show and say, hey, you guys need to listen to this podcast because this is going to set you straight on what the hell's happening in the world. <laughs> nice plug. Love we, it. We thank you for that support, sir. With Bartles <laughs> and James, we'll make more like Doritos. Right. Well, and, and don't call me sir because that makes me feel old. Well, you know, if the shoe fits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Till next time, gentlemen. Thank you for listening to Blue Collar BS, brought to you by Vision Forward Business Solutions and Professional Business Coaching, Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show as feedback is the only way we can get better. Let's keep blue-collar businesses strong for generations to come.